So welcome back, everybody. We have an amazing Steve Ochtel with us, and he is an international quiz marketing specialist and will tell us an amazing thing, how we can make lead generation playful, and at the same time, how leads can self-assess themselves. I've seen his work It's in practice. It's really, really amazing. He's also the co-author of the book, More Clients and Better Clients. And uh, over to you, Steve. I'm really, really excited to learn from you now. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Today, I'm going to be talking about assessment quizzes and how you can create your own assessment quiz to, to market it, basically as a lead generation tool. But we we take it a step further so it's a little bit different to a normal average just quiz which is why we call it an assessment quiz it's it's taking it the next step which is not only generating leads getting people involved but helping to pe helping people to self-qualify that they actually need and want your services even if they might not have thought about it before help them identify what problems they might have and at the same time build a level of trust with you in a matter of minutes while they're completing your assessment quiz and then go on to do that next step where that might be to book a call with you or to join a webinar or to join a challenge or whatever that might be a host of different things. So just quickly before I jump in, as Timmy mentioned, my name's Steve Ockertel. I'm from Australia. I'm actually over here in the UK though, down in Brighton, hence the Australian accent though. I've been here for about six years. So I will say, I will say different British sort of sayings every now and again, but I'm from Australia and I've been in online marketing now for about so 13, 14 years, something like that. Um, ever since I was able to start using computers properly. Um, did my first business when I was 16. I was creating websites for, for clients back there. And then when uh, I did the university, I did a thesis all around how to build trust online. Um, and that sort of led me into developing my own company into online marketing and that sort of stuff. And I traveled the world with that. Um, and fast forward for today, um, a few years ago, we got into the business of doing quizzes. Um, before that was sort of now they're, they're quite popular, which is fantastic. It's been really great for us to sort of ride that wave, so to speak. But um, we got into quizzes initially three years ago, um, and we've been able to grow our team ever since then. So it's been a lot of fun. We've now worked with well over 650, although I think it's like 660 or 70 now, uh, different coaching, um, consulting companies, training companies, experts, you name it, we've been working with them to create, help them create their own quiz. So today I'm going to take you through a series of different things. So I'm going to be talking about why an assessment quiz up front. Basically, when I say an assessment quiz, so quizzes obviously, you know, they can be a lot of fun, especially in the, like the, the B2C space. You know, you might have like a fun quiz about um, what sort of tomato you are or colour, things like that. But the ones I'm talking about today are more inclined to be more sort of B2B, although we have a lot of clients that are B2C uh, and it's more of an assessment quiz style. Like I said, it's all about trying to build trust and, and there's other sort of points and purposes behind it at the same time. So I'm going to be talking about why an assessment quiz versus a normal quiz and, and how it works so well and why it works so well today. Um, I'm going to start with the end in sight in terms of actually marketing your quiz. So quite often if you think about having a quiz, you go, well, how's it actually going to fit in my funnel? Um, and it's really important to get that up front in terms of, well, how are we actually going to get it out there? before you actually dive in and start creating it. Because the way you create it and the content that you write uh, will be very different depending on how you're wanting to, to get it out there to the world and use it. So, and then finally, uh, I'm going to be going through the, the 10 steps that we've developed over the last few years of how to actually 
create and craft a winning quiz. So this is all about what sort of title you need to come up with, how to create your questions, how to create your answers, what you actually need to think about when creating the quiz. So you can go away literally after this presentation uh, and start crafting your own quiz today uh, and based on our philosophies of what we've learned over the time. And then finally, I will just talk about quickly um, how you can then go away and actually get that created yourself um, as well quite easily. These assessment quiz we were talking about like we've had clients who in the b2b space maybe we've had like mentors and coaches and consultants who have come back after using an assessment quiz out there for the last year or two years or some of our clients three years and have told us they've generated well over a hundred thousand pounds in revenue of other clients um, for example lisa johnson who's used it as part of all of her launches um, since she started out a couple of years ago with one of our quizzes with her um, you know she's gone on to do use a quiz as part of like a 300,000 pound launch all the way up to um, over a million pound sort of launches. Um, so that's like some of the extremes and then other people can use their assessment quizzes in different ways where it's more just trying to filter out the right people, get the right people into a sales call and get people into your world who are potentially paying high ticket prices um, and, and things like that as well. So I'll go into, I'll go into more about what that means, but just wanted to give you an idea of, of the caliber of the assessment quizzes that we're talking about. Um, we have other quizzes, you know, that are used on Facebook and are literally generating tens of thousands of leads um, every single month uh, for a fraction of the cost compared to any other lead magnet out there. Uh, which is what brings me into one of the, the first points of here, one assessment quiz. Like I said, it's all about trying to build trust while generating leads. So when we first got into to quizzes a few years ago, like I mentioned, what we were doing, it was a lot of different sort of lead generation tactics uh, tactics about you know especially back then it was all trying to give away a free ebook um, or a report or something like that for people to hopefully read and download and you get their email fantastic awesome and what we're finding was particularly on, on Facebook but other channels in B2B LinkedIn or, or anything else it was just getting harder and harder and more and more expensive to, to actually generate leads in the first place but secondly nobody would actually read the ebook, which is really annoying because, you know, you spend so much time and energy and effort putting together this book, which is fantastic. And I think it's an amazing thing to have because it can work in so many different ways. But when it comes to being a lead generator, it can only serve one purpose, which is to get lead. It doesn't actually serve the second purpose, which is to start building trust and help somebody understand and self-identify that they have issues that you can help them with. So we went away and we started to, to, I guess, research a bit of psychology and what's going to be the best way within sort of two or three minute time frame. People have very short time attention spans these days. Uh, how can we generate a lead where somebody is actually building up trust at the same time? Um, and that's where we, the way we generate our assessment quizzes and the way we structure our, our questions and answers are really particular to help with that. And in terms of quiz, it's all about helping somebody self-identify and qualify that they need you. So step-by-step, step, every single question needs to be really on point and, pur and purposeful to help them recognize, well, actually I'm kind of struggling down here and I'll talk about this when it comes to the question and answers. I'm kind of struggling down here, but I'd like to be up here and I can see you as the expert can actually help me there. So, ooh. Uh, I want to get there. So it's, it's trying to help somebody identify that as they go along. And then finally, assessment quiz is data-driven. So you get a ton of data, not only about your prospect, every time they fill it in, you can, you can use it in the discovery course. And when you have a chat with him, you go, hey, fantastic. This is a key area that you've just identified as your main issue. Let's talk about that. But also we've had a lot of clients where they go on 
and, and use their data over time to recognize sort of what marketing strategies they want to use because everyone's saying they have common issues. Uh, we've had clients who are generating full courses based on the fact that 80% of people who have filled in their quiz have said one particular issue is their main thing. So they've gone ahead and just created a full course around. There's a lot of different ways that you can use. We want to start with the, the end insight. And what I mean by that is is looking at what is going to be the way that you want to market your quiz. Now, there's a, a ton of different ways you can get, out, get it out there, but the, the main point here is to basically have something in mind. So if you're B2C, for example, you know, Facebook ads could be for you. If you're B2B or even B2C, something like strategic partnerships could be a really great way to get it out there. I've had a lot of clients who are using, say, affiliates uh, or other strategic partners to, to promote their quiz to their list and it's a nice win-win because that list can get some really nice warm leads coming in um, and it's a nice value give as well because the way we like to do our quizzes is, is people fill it in and they get real value at the end it's not just a score or a random color or whatever it might be it doesn't mean anything the quiz should really be um, helping somebody identify where they're at but also give them tips around how to improve gives them some real value immediately as well. So things like strategic partnerships are great. You can use it on LinkedIn. We use it ourselves on LinkedIn. We generate at least one new sale every single week. So, and this we're talking about a higher level premium sale because we only have offer a premium service for our offering. And you can use it on LinkedIn that way, which is fantastic. You can use it on your website. You can use it while speaking, just like I am right now. You can use it at networking events, things like that, give it away. So it's really important to have the, the end in mind to begin with. Let's get into the nitty gritty, fun stuff of actually crafting and creating your own quiz uh, and the content itself. So step number one, uh, it's really important to have a quiz specifically for a single target market or a single niche. The quizzes that we've seen the work the most successfully are always ones that, that are really specific and, and to the point there's so much noise going on, on the internet these days and if it's a generic quiz um, people just sort of brush past it and it's something else whereas if it's a really pinpointed quiz let's say you're you're aiming um, to target law firms if it's a really pinpointed quiz to law firms talking about law firms and their particular issues that are going on right now um, they're going to look at that and go, oh, wow, this is interesting. And, oh, wow, I want to learn more about myself. Um, so it's really important to have a particular target market. Even if you go after different clients and you serve a whole range of different types of people and different industries, for example, I recommend creating one particular quiz for one particular target market. Um, start with one and then go on it and, and do others into the future. But start with one and, and get that one right. First. So that's the first number step. Step number two, uh, what are their key pain points so we like to brainstorm this with our clients again it's all about that single target market so if you figure out like our law firm um, as an example some of their biggest pain points are that they're working in such long hours um, they have to be billing hours all that sort of stuff so what are their key pain points maybe it's family issues maybe something else start to brainstorm all the different things that you think are going on in their world and, and really try to put yourself in their shoes and do that up front i know you, you probably know most of this but it's amazing when you redo it uh, what can come out and then again this is like one of the, the crucial things that is actually kind of tricky to do in a quiz and, and but it's a really crucial step that you don't want to miss is figuring out from all those pain points okay what is that one overarching thing that is actually the one that they go oh that is something that's on my mind right now and the biggest challenge that i want to get addressed now your quiz can be about different things but when it comes to now the next step which is step four and five um, starting to come up with your title and your questions 
you really want to hone in again on one particular thing because if it's around all, a whole range of different pain points, even though it's already for a single target market, again, it's just going to be missed and in the noise of the internet and, and it's not going to sort of hit the mark. Whereas the most successful quizzes we've seen are really honed in into one particular thing. So for example, Lisa Johnson's quiz is all around passive income and being able to create passive income. We've got other quizzes where, you know, if you start to figure out if you're um, say a, a coach, you are a life coach and, you know, help people with a whole range of different areas, but actually it's confidence is the main key pain that people are, are lacking that you're working with and they are really struggling with the confidence level. Okay, great. Well, let's use that as the main sort of area to focus the quiz on. So let's look at confidence and what it means to be able to, to go from where you are today um, with the confidence level to a higher confidence level. So again, it's all about just brainstorming and then choosing down and narrowing down into just the one. The next step is to then start to craft and create your quiz title and subtitle. Now, your quiz title is generally just something around like, like if you talk about confidence, uh, discover or, or how confident are you? Let's, okay, let's say you're, you're a confidence coach in the speaking space. Um, so you help people become better speakers. So how confident are you to speak on stage as a quiz title? So the, the idea of the title is to try to hone in what that pain point is. And then secondary, if we can get something about the target market even better. So let's say, again, I don't know if any lawyers actually do speak on stages, but let's say it's a law firm who are wanting to be more confident to speak on stages or speak at, at, at presentations maybe um, or, or big conferences they probably speak at. So how confident are you as a lawyer to, to get out there and speak about your, your law practice, something along those lines. So to be able to get the mix of the target market and the main pain point into your title, you're sort of onto a winner. And then when it comes to the subtitle, the subtitle is there to reinforce the title. So it's all about basically helping them understand what they're going to get and achieve from taking your quiz. So your subtitle tends to be something like, you know, take two minutes to discover what are the key areas um, to help you improve your confidence while speaking, yada, yada, yada. So something like that, trying to sort of reinforce, help them understand what are the benefits they're going to get out of it as well. So it's a combination of sort of emotional driven um, with the key pain points, the target market. So they know it's all about them and then subtitles there to reinforce it uh, to help them understand what are the, the benefits that they're going to get. Set number five. This is now where we start to go more into actually creating the, the quiz itself. And the first step, before we go into the questions, what we like to do is brainstorm the actual topics. So a lot of clients we work with who, are, who tend to be coaches, consultants, um, experts of, of some sort, you know, you tend to have different, maybe three, maybe four, maybe five, maybe 10 different areas that you help people with or you, you work people on and your, your products are all about or whatever it might be. So the idea is just list down what are those six, seven, eight different topic areas uh, that you help people with. So list them all down one by one. And then from there with those topics, you can start to create the questions around them. So let's say again, a quiz is around confidence and then a topic area that you help people with, maybe it's about sleep and energy levels. So that actually, you know, having better sleep can help you be more confident when you go to speak on the stage. So if you have a topic area around, for example, sleep, you can um, have that topic listed. You can then write a question. And the question we want to do is we want to make it personal and we want it to be really about the person who is taking the quiz, not about their, their business, not about somebody else, not about, well, it can be about their company, but it has to be about why they like their company. So an example, when it comes to sleep, 
um, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? The idea of that sort of question is, and a lot of our questions tend to be like, how do you feel about X, Y, Z? Or, and you sort of just insert your, your topic title there. So how do you feel about your, your sleep? Or uh, how do you feel when you wake up? And then the, the great thing about having a question like that, where it's, it's an open-ended question, it's not a yes or no question, because we want to have four, four potential answers for somebody to take. And this goes back to our whole sort of initial part where I, I talked about researching and a bit of psychology and helping people self-identify where they are today and where they want to be. So we want to have four potential answers. And those four potential answers go from being really, really struggling with the answer in, in terms of like, well, in this case, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? I feel absolutely rubbish. I don't want to get out of bed. Let's hit the snooze button through to all the way to the very top, which is I feel amazing, energetic, ready to hit the day. Uh, hit the ground running so it's trying to give that difference between where somebody is potentially really struggling and it's showing the contrast which is where they could be uh, which is ultimately where you could help them with so and then the two questions in between um, are sort of just the midway so if it's really struggling to, to get out of bed the next one might be like oh, I, I get out of bed but i'm pretty sloppish and i just want to down a coffee um, and a third one might be, oh, I'm okay most days, but you know, I still take a little while to wake up. And then of course that, that top answer again is like, I'm oh, really energetic and, and, and loving just waking up and, and ready to go. So that's sort of giving you the idea of trying to get that contrast between the answers from really struggling all the way to really successful. And we call it like struggling frustrated, doing okay, and then successful. Uh, and that's the way to, to, to best structure the answers. Now, the other point, number eight here that we like to put in is apart from having topics and then these questions that were just mentioned and you go through every topic, you might have one or two questions. Um, in total, by the way, we get asked this all the time, how long should a quiz be? And it doesn't really matter so much as long as it takes around sort of two to three minutes to complete. Generally speaking, that's between sort of eight to say 12 questions. But if you've got like really short questions, maybe have some more than that. If you've got quite longer questions and answers, maybe it's a bit less. The idea is if you've got say eight topics, you probably want one question per topic. If you've got say three topic areas that you want to do it around, then you'd probably do probably three different questions around each one. The next part here, number eight, is to add in some segmentation questions. So these are slightly different. These are ones where you just want to add literally only one or two. You really don't want to add too many of these. These are just questions where it's really, really useful information for you to know about them and who they are to help filter or segment them into the right sort of section or put them into the right funnel going forward with you. We have a lot of clients that, that work with us and they only want particular type of people who can obviously afford them to jump onto a one-to-one -one call with them. Whereas everyone else, they might send them down an automated funnel of a, a webinar or, or a challenge or whatever that might be. And so the idea of these segmentation questions is a, a great way to figure out who's going to go where, can they afford you, can they not? So. If you're a business owner, if you're a B2B, you, know, you might ask what size is your business or how many team members do you have? And if they only are by themselves, maybe you don't work with solopreneurs, then they can go in one particular bucket, which is the automated road. But if they're a team of 20 plus, and that's the, your ideal target market that you like to work with, then they can go and book a one-to-one -one call. So the segmentation questions are basically questions that you would love to ask them if you were sitting face-to-face -face with them, one or two that you would just need to know to help continue the conversation and what to do now. So that's the segmentation questions. Number nine, uh, like I said earlier, we want to give really good value when people fill in your quiz. So we want people to get um, immediate results, immediate value. We want people to have um, some tips, things like that. So number nine is all about trying to write that 
Um, and we set, break it up into normally two sections. One is based on your overall score. So if somebody's look, answering and, and, and filling it in and they're quite low in their overall score or quite me or medium or high, you know, what does that mean for them if they're answering quite low? Let's, again, it, go back to that whole confidence issue. It's like, okay, you know, it looks like your, your confidence in a range of different areas is really struggling. Uh, we would love to sort of talk to you through that and what it means all the way through to then the feedback, which is more specific which it can be based on a, a particular topic. So let's say, again, sleep as the topic that I used earlier is the key sort of topic. It's the lowest area that's come up through their quiz. It's the one that is really the biggest pain point they've just identified with you. We can give them some tips around sleep. So, okay, you know, don't use your screen at nighttime before going to bed. Here's some other tips that you can use to go away and, and action today and that sort of stuff, just to give value and help them recognize that you are the expert in this space. So that's the main thing. That's Definitely the main thing when it comes to feedback, everything else is trivial, but it's all about just trying to position yourself as the expert, give some true value um, to somebody as well. And then finally, if you can, depending on the, the software you use, obviously we have our own, but if you use various different sort of quiz software, which I talk, I'll talk about in a second, always great to record videos and have different videos display at the end of your quiz, depending on how somebody's answered. Uh, again, that goes right back to the start of this whole presentation is about building trust and having a recorded video, um, you talking about who they are, their pain points have just self-identified and what that means for them can make a huge difference to, to building trust with them quickly in a matter of minutes and then take it, then wanting to take that next step and that next call to action with you as well. So hopefully, I mean, this is a, a presentation that I can go on for, for hours and hours to, to go into more detail of. So this is just a quick snapshot of the 10 steps. Creating your quiz, there's different options there if you want to do it yourself. Um, I do recommend, particularly if you just want to send out, a, you know, test the quiz out there. Now, Google Forms, it's free. Um, type forms, really small monthly fee. You can do a really simple quiz and you can get something out there and, and test the waters and see, see if it sparks, where it, where it hits the right mark, that sort of stuff. Um, but of course, if you want to take, take it to a whole nother level, we do, we do have that service. That's it. That's it. Uh, if you do want to take our own quiz, go to assessmentquiz.com. You can get hopefully inspired by seeing what we do. Um, but uh, hopefully this presentation has been useful. Thank you so much. They're absolutely useful. And I have just so many ideas now what to do and, and how to use it. Convert X Radio.